Welcome to What's Your Ministry podcast, an extension of McCoy Solutions University. I'm your host, Shamika The Real McCoy. I help business owners, entrepreneurs, and individual students use their God-given gifts and talents to serve in kingdom expansion. My prayer for you today is that you leave here equipped and empowered to combine your personal and professional life to speak one language ministry in the marketplace. Enjoy today's show. We're ready. So who's going to do the honors? Is it you, Tarlise, or is it moi? It's you for sure. <laughs> I guess they said be you ready at all times. Be you ready at all times. At- at all times. Well, Heavenly Father, we just like to come right now and say thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to go live and to share a little bit about marketing and entrepreneurship. We like to invite you in right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that you come in and just share what you like to be spoken. We are willing and open vessels available for your service. And we say, Father, use us. We just thank you for this time together. We speak against distractions. We thank you, Lord God, that the technology runs smoothly. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So today, my niece is still smiling. Today, we're here to talk a little bit about marketing and entrepreneurship. We're jumping on second time around. I actually want to jump in with these guys. So the first time we're on... 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time, and we had some hiccups on the IG. And so I'm going to tell you how, this is just a quick testimony, guys. The enemy came in quick. He thought he had us and that we were not going to air this out, but it must be something special that's going to take place today and go forth. And we're excited about sharing this. So we pray on the air and off the air. We thank God for what he's going to do today. And we're just excited, you guys, to get started. So if you guys don't know already, I am Shamika The Real McCoy, owner and operator of McCoy Marketing Solutions, established in 2014. And so I'm here today with Tarlise Jones, and we're just having a good Q&A session, talk a little bit about marketing, entrepreneurship, how do we get started, share some background information, and just encourage those who are looking to move forward in this industry or in business in general. So I'm going to pass the mic and say, Tarlise, take it away. Hey, well, thank you so much, Ms. McCoy, for taking the time to speak with us today and share your knowledge, your information, your skills, and your experiences. We are so honored to have you with us. Um, Again, I am Tarlise Jones. I am the niece of Shamika McCoy, and I am just honored to be in the, the position to be able to ask as I'm on my own entrepreneurship journey, my own business into personal development for Black women. So we're just to get the education and knowledge out there. We are going to jump right in to it because I'm just anxious and ready to get this going. However, I do talk a little bit about the little hiccup that occurred. As entrepreneurs, we both know there's this beautiful word called pivot. And one of the things entrepreneurship will teach you is how to pivot. So we have pivoted, we have 
grounded and we are ready to rock and roll. So we're going to get right into this. Our first question is going to be about your educational background. Everybody wants to know, why do you have the right to do what you do? So share with us a little bit about your educational background. First of all, I have the right because, wow, I just, I'm just going there, I'm flowing with, I have the right because I was called, I was equipped and I, and I sent and I went. And so called, equipped and sent. And so to be honest with you, I have the right to speak in this area because I'm just walking out and living my destiny. This is what I was called to do. And everyone has a destiny and a purpose and it's, it's up to us. Really, it's not. It is up to us. We have a lot of say on if we choose. Oh, that's a good word. If yes. we choose to walk into our calling. And so for me, entrepreneurship is a calling that I said yes to. Now, because I said yes to entrepreneurship, I decided to advance in education, which means gaining academic knowledge to, to strengthen that skill set. My background, undergrad, shout out to Louisiana State University in Shreveport, Louisiana, and majored in business marketing. That's a full testimony within itself. Traditionally, the curriculum book says we're in college four years, but life happens while we're making plans. And for your girl, it was a 12-year journey. And so it was, I had a little hiccups. I even had to pivot a few times. And just being more transparent, I had a moment where I had to learn from. I had a few moments of being suspended in school and that, that pushed my hours back and that allowed me to create a new discipline. I overcame that. I brought those grades up to just be crystal clear here. I did graduate with honors, but I had a few hiccups in that undergrad journey. And so from undergrad, three years later, I decided to go into grad school and I was like, grad school began <laughs> and I decided uh, to continue that same education process in a master's in business administration with a concentration in marketing. Your girl graduated and the skill set that I learned there, it was so sweet because honestly, the experiences that I gained, I was already working in my field by the time I was in my master's program. So I used the experience, the life application, and the continued education to just push me even further in that entrepreneurship journey. So honestly, guys, that's my background. That's kind of how, how I rolled around. Yes, I just love how you share so authentically. I think this is why we have the real McCoy on the line with us because that's what we want. We want the real, we want the authenticity. And how beautiful of you to share that even though we go through the educational journey, it's not always a straight shot. Things just don't work the way that we work out. And there are always going to be hiccups in life. But we love that you chose to persevere, be here in business marketing with us today. So thank you for that. And congratulations on all of your accreditations that you have received. And what made you choose the major of marketing? I mean, at college, there are so many different things we can get our education in. And we know that this is a calling for you as entrepreneurship is. And so how did you kind of narrow down and know that marketing was the area that you wanted to learn? 
Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. When you ask me great questions, how did one become to choose the area of marketing? So I shared this earlier, but it's definitely worth sharing again, is that the average freshman changes their major five to seven times. That's yeah. that is a little old, but it's still current. I'm sure that ratio is still up there, how people are changing their major. And so for me, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Your girl did not start off in marketing. I actually was going to go in the medical field. And honestly, I select the medical field because that's what everyone else was telling me to do. Everyone was like, this is a steady area. This is an industry where you can continually to make money. And then this would be a good option for you. This is what you want to do. And to be honest, in that process, as I was taking a class, honestly, I was expecting, and I was in a biology class, and we had to dissect the cat, and it was deceased. And in that class, I said, Lord, this is not the major for me. This is not for me. Y'all, it was like an aha moment, like mm -hmm. I was with Oprah or something. I had an aha moment that when I was with that cat, that, that wasn't for your girl. <laughs> and so after that, I changed my major and I went back to business. And it was like, and to be honest, I want to share a little bit. Sometimes we feel that we're on the right track. And because we do not see results fast enough, we change the trajectory into another pathway that wasn't even designed for us. We actually stepped into that pathway because of fear. But what the good word says about fear is that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so with the sound mind, your girl went back to her first love, which is business marketing. And so honestly, that's how I stepped into marketing. And so that's my story. That's so I would say that I chose marketing, but I think marketing shows me with a little, with a little wink. Your girl trying to wink and practice that. So y'all, y'all, I'm just trying to do a little something, something. That's what you stole the words right out of my mouth. I believe marketing chose you. And that is sometimes what happens when we think we're on the right track and we're tracking along, but something just happens to us as it seems to you, where it's like, this is not it. That connection is just not there. And we can learn about so many different things. Our minds are powerful tools and we can take in new knowledge, but there's that has to be connected when we're choosing our educational pathways and when we're choosing our future and how we want our future to look. So I love that you shared how it looked one way. And especially when we talk about what others want us to do. I mean, that's a whole nother category for us, <laughs> but we will touch on it and say part of choosing your path is choosing your path. And fear does a great part in picking our paths because again, as the good word says, fear not and be not discouraged. Even though it seems like this is the right fit for you, if it's just not connecting, if it's not bringing a little spark or a little oomph where you want to take the extra time to study, you want to learn more about this subject, you want to embrace and volunteer and, and start working in it in a sense, then maybe it's time to reevaluate. So we're going to keep on pushing deeper and we're going to talk about 
not just the marketing aspect, but now what are some of those challenges? If you talk about going into a medical field, we're talking 30, 40 hours plus a week. We're talking graveyard shifts, day shifts. But as an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily clock in and clock out. So what are some of the challenges for you as an entrepreneur? Walk us through maybe a typical day, the choices that you have to make as far as like, yes, I got to get up and do this, or no, I'm going to prioritize in this area, and kind of how you make those choices to make sure your business continues to thrive. Tarlise, my niece, you ask such good questions. I have to give you some snaps. <laughs> so walking you into a day of mom, Shamika the Real McCoy, it looks like this. So I usually arise, to be honest with you guys, like four, between 4 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. And my alarm is set up intentionally to get up early so that I can command my day. And that's in prayer. And so whatever agenda that I had planned, I want to make sure that I invite the Holy Spirit to come in to help smooth and guide and direct my day. And so that's how I begin the day. The second thing that I do sometimes is either in the morning or in the afternoon is your girl hit the gym. Now I'm blessed to have a gym in my apartment complex, but if you don't, you still could do some type of movement. You could turn on a DVD, watch a YouTube video, some type of movement to get me going with the day. And honestly, I'm always on stats, but studies show that you have a lot of energy in the morning. So that's a good time to get going. And then from there, I move to my client list and my schedule. So I actually have a planner and it's broken my schedule to every 30 minutes. And on average, it's somewhere between um, 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. And I just kind of go through that area and plan out my day according to the clients that I'm working with. So something that I make sure I try my best to do as an entrepreneur is not overextend myself while I'm working too many projects at one time. And so what I do, and the good Lord is so good about it, you guys, because you guys know it takes faith and some risk level as an entrepreneur. What that means is you can have a contract that could end in six months and then you have to obtain another contract and it's your responsibility to have a good ethical business practice where you don't rush assignments working with different clients so that you could just move on to the next one. With that being said, I have to stay present and that's not always easy. I have been practicing living within the moment on assignments. If I could say it like my brother, Paul, I'm learning how to be content while yeah. still growing in advance. And so I think that'd be a good transition moment. So as an entrepreneur, it is important that you have some type of routine schedule and you have the flexibility, um, but the flexibility does not mean that you could do anything. You still have to be responsible. And so, and you have to be disciplined and that comes with creating a schedule. Yes. I just love it. What 
everybody dreams in some sense of being an entrepreneur. Everybody wants the freedom to just get up and do what they want to do when they want to do it. But you talk about such important skills. I mean, I hear time management in there. I hear prioritization. I hear mindset matters. There's just a lot of key factors that play into being successful as an entrepreneur. It's not just get up and have recess all day. I mean, there is some serious work going on around there. So we are just excited learn that this is what it looks like behind the scenes. It's it's the planting, it's the bearing process of the roots getting established so we can see the beautiful flower that blooms. So we are just excited to hear about those experiences because things that entrepreneurs, people in marketing, people in business, people in management have to all understand. It's not always honkadori in a sense. There has to be that's being put in. And I really wanted to touch on how you got your morning started because we have to be in the right mindset. And and I, I have to diverge because it's so important to talk about our mind frame. And it's so important to talk about our conscious thinking. And it's important to talk about being in the presence of now. So if you don't mind, we're gonna we're gonna derail for a moment, but we will come. Do you, are you willing to some of your mindset practices that kind of help you being in the present? It can be very stressful and it can be very overwhelming. As you said, it seems like your hands are in a lot of basket. There's a lot of project management that has to occur. So when the frustrations do come in, because we know it happens whether you're working nine to five or you're working 10 to two, okay, it happens. There may be some of your top two or top three mindset practices or grounding techniques that you like to use? Ooh, once again, she asked good questions. And if we could be open and transparent in words of my, Pastor Mike Todd, hot, open, and transparent, <laughs> we could take a moment to do that. We actually had a little bit of that earlier. Earlier mm-hmm. today, we were scheduled to go live, as I shared, 9 a.m., 11 o'clock that specific standard time and central time. And we had a little bit of interruption. And so honestly, what both of us did, we both talked about this. We had to take a moment to be still. That's tip number one. When frustration comes and things do not go as planned, take a moment to be still. Now it's okay. It is okay to take a moment. It is okay to sit in silence. It is okay to be at peace, to be at peace, no music, no TV, no interruptions, to sit in that moment, sit in that moment. And so what happens when you do step one? You have to do step one first. Step two is that the Holy Spirit comes in and just redirect your path by the words that you speak. Now be careful now, you'll be tempted to speak the wrong words. If you do not take a moment to be still, you'll speak from a position of frustration and aggravated intention. But when you be still, you'll be like, wait a minute, wait a minute now. This is not really as big as it's being blown up to be in this moment. So you have to be still, number one. Number two, speak positive words. Number two is invite the Holy Spirit to come in 
And as you're doing the invitation, you're speaking positive words. And speak positive words of affirmation over yourself. That's how you get over that mind to matter thing because the truth is you have an identity. You can choose to accept the identity created on you through the world or through our Heavenly Father. We all have an ident identity and it's our responsibility. Man, I just keep hearing this word, choose the Heavenly Father is good like that. It's that he gives us free will. You have free will to decide, will I give up in this business? Will I allow my frustrations to cause me to stop? Or will I use them as fire under my, underneath my feet? I'm getting excited talking about this thing to push me forward to my next level. And so that's the way I can, I'm just getting a little excited. Your girl going to little church. I'm in marketing and ministry. And just in that moment, I like the way how the enemy thought. He meant it for my bad. But according to Romans 8 and 28, my good father turned it around and worked that thing for my good. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I'm yes, excited, excited. yes. You are giving me goosebumps and chills. I'm having it all right now. You touched on so many things. First of all, thank you for sharing such a personal yet helpful inside tip on how we can stay grounded, especially when the frustrations comes, when those pivotal moments come, when we're just feeling unsure of ourselves and we're seeking some clarity. So thank you so much for sharing such personal experiences with us. And then of course, I've got to touch on all of this. So there's a few things. I love that the word choice keeps coming to you. Part of the personality of women is our power of choice. And we forget that we always have these list of have tos and should haves and could haves. But honestly, we have a choice each day, every day, in each moment to choose what we will commit ourselves to and not. It's not just our bodies, but it's our mind, it's our spirits, it's our energies. And that is wonderful that you are expressing that power of choice because it's important. I also would like to touch on because we the repetition of how your faith plays a major role in your business. It plays a major role in your life. So bringing us back on track, we got to talk about how are you able to connect your business with your faith? We do have some traditionals who want to separate church and state, who believe business is business and church is church. As we both know, we're mature enough. And if you if you follow Shamika, the real McCoy, that she has a relationship with Jesus Christ. She is not a religionist. She has a relationship. And we're so thankful that she always brings that with her. And so now we've got to talk about how does she do this? How does she connect this business and faith? We're marketing and ministry. We're here ministry moments. We're here this faith. So we want to discuss this. How are you able to apply your spiritual beliefs, your, your spiritual principles into your business with marketing? Wow. Again, again, she asked good questions. Snap, snaps, Miss Tarlise. Nicole. So what I must say, first of all, is that there is a difference between being religious and being kingdom. Religion mm. is a practice, or this is an example. 
if I was a priest and I wore a neck collar and I had a, a robe that I wore, that's a particular type of attire. And that is a, a religious kind of traditional path that what you physically do is a, it's a routine that that's practiced. Being kingdom is, is connecting a king's domain, area, a territory. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's connecting a territory to come in to expand. And so a king's domain is the way he positioned himself in the palace. And so that's how I operate my business is I operate my business as a kingdom entrepreneur. And that includes my faith because the simple um, definition of faith, it, it is a belief system. You could choose to believe in any type of practice. I believe that this, this chair that I'm sitting in, when I sit down, that it's going to support my weight. <laughs> I mean, I, I, believe, I have faith in the chair. I believe that it's going to support me. And so for me, I believe that my Heavenly Father principles will support and uphold my business on a solid foundation so that I not sink in sinking sand. Time and time has been proven again that the word of God does not fail. It is built on a solid foundation. And I take the biblical principles of investment, creativity, time. Thank you for listening to another episode at What's Your Ministry Podcast. Don't forget, real ministry goes beyond the Sunday morning podium into our everyday lives. Connect with us at McCoy Solutions University and at McCoy Solutions underscore on all digital platforms. Have a blessed day.